Um, all right, the injuries. Uh, Mo Hurst, uh, calf won't practice. Hasty ankle won't practice. Josh Norman, ribs um, limited. Debo Shin limited. Jalen Moore, knee limited. Trent Williams, um, we'll get a vet day. And Elijah Mitchell won't practice. Um, finger. Um, I mean, he just had it yesterday. Today, it's not good enough to practice. I think he'll go Sunday, but we got to see it day to day. Any word on Dre Greenlaw's practice window? Uh, yeah, he's going to get out there today. Um, we'll open it up and see how the week goes. Same with Tart. Did you find out when Mitchell broke it? Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't get to ask him, but I'll ask him when I'm out there. So you can ask me Friday. What's that? It works for story. No, totally. I get it, and I probably would have if we had two days. It's been a little hectic these last 24 hours. Yes. What's your message to the team this week to make sure they carry over the urgency they had last week and don't overlook the Jaguars? Um, I mean, I said, you know, Jacksonville is pretty easy once you start watching the tape not to overlook them. Um, you know, you talk as a coach, you read the numbers and stuff, but when you watch the tape, they'll see, as they've seen today, this morning, that they're a good team and they're getting a lot better. Um, I don't think that people let down. Um, after something like that, but you got to realize the emotions that go into a Monday night game is a little bit bigger, um, where we were coming from with how bad we had played before that. Um, so the emotions were high, and uh, so you got to watch for that stuff. Your emotions can't be high every single day, um, but that, that means we got to practice accordingly every single day and make sure that we're ready to go on Sunday. Uh, excuse me, Brent Skull, I think, faced down one-on-one, -on -one, you know, close to 20 snaps, but not quite, but... I realize you weren't like running over right guard necessarily, um, but he seemed to hold his own, if not better, on a lot of those snaps. What did you think of his performance? I thought he played great. Um, you know, it's no one's going to play perfect, especially versus um, Aaron, who is probably the best defense player I've ever seen, um, without a doubt. Um, so he's, I mean, he's a tough deal, and anyone who gets him one-on-one -on -one struggles. Um, it was good to get him to play in the run a lot, you know, I think, which helps. Uh, but he had to, he got to, I and mean, we always try to avoid being the one-on-one, um, but they make it tough with their fronts and stuff like that. And uh, when Brunskill had to do it, he rose to the occasion, did a hell of a job, and, you know, the fourth and sixth touchdown I thought was the biggest one. Is it fair to say that Brunskill matches up well with Aaron Donald? It seems he's had success against him in the past, or is that a stretch for anyone? Yeah, no one matches up well um, versus Aaron Donald. I just, that's, I mean, that's why we like Brunskill. I mean, you guys will see some clips throughout the game where he might get beat and it doesn't look good. But um, for the course of a game, that Brunskill is a very dependable player. And um, he never, um, the game's never too big for him. It doesn't matter who he's going against, whether the first time we ever threw him in at tackle and, you know, he had to go. You know, one of the games he had to play the whole game in 19 versus Arizona, did a good job on Chandler and guard versus um, Aaron. But um, Brunskill, he's going to give all he's got no matter who he's playing. Pass protection is Jimmy's ability to get the ball out fast. Is that his best asset that he brings at the quarterback position? Is he can get rid of that in under two and a half seconds? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's important to, that the guys get open that fast, too. And... Um, but I mean, Jimmy's best asset is just looking how he throws. Not many people have the quick twitch and can decide to throw and the ball get out of his hand physically as, as fast as him. I, I mean, I don't know anyone who can do it faster. How closely did you uh, evaluate Trevor Lawrence, or was his selection number at number one such a foregone conclusion that you'd moved on to other guys? Yeah, I mean, we, I, I watched it, but not nearly like the other guys. We pretty much knew how to would have bet a lot of money on when he was going, um, so we didn't spend much time on it. What have you seen from him this season? 
Uh, we've always seen his talent, and you see it on the tape. And he's playing; he's going to play a lot. He's been th been thrown into a lot of situations, and uh, you can see that him, along with their whole team, is starting to get better and better. What about, uh, what about Josh Allen in, in nineteen? Um, was it just he was more of an outside linebacker and it didn't uh, really kind of fit your scheme? No, he, no, he fit because uh, you know our, our, we're always when we're up there trying to look for pass rushers and um, we felt pretty strong about the two top ones in the draft with him and um, the guy we ended up getting Nick. Um, so we were real high on Josh, but um, you know we we're a little higher on Nick. You guys have struggled so much on third downs prior to this week. Did you were you able to sort of discern why? This week, you sort of took a step forward in that aspect, and were so successful. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, you've got to go to each play. I mean, there's, there's not one answer, and but we definitely played our best game on third down um, versus a team that was pretty good at it too. And guys made some plays. We had a, a couple good looks, and when we didn't have good looks, um, we were still able to convert it. Um, you know, that the. I think it was like a third and seven, um, the one Debo got. They were, I mean, they were taking that away, and Jimmy threw it in the tightest window. Jimmy's um, uh, Debo stepped to it, and we got a big gain. So there was a number of plays like that in the game that um, guys just performed at a high level. And when we did have the right looks, um, like on the fourth down and stuff, um, guys did even better, made a touchdown. Did having Jeff on, on Monday night impact your, your willingness to go after that 40 rush? Uh, totally. Having Jeff, yeah. um, I mean, it made it a lot easier. I mean, it would, still would have been the same goal, um, but you know, it's Jeff. You know, he he ran the ball hard. Um, he helped out a lot when he didn't have the ball, uh, which was huge, keeping us out on the field. He converted a third and two that kept us out there for a while. Um, but we, if he wasn't there, we were going to try the same stuff with other guys too. Uh, what happened, uh, or what's been happening in that position group that enabled you guys to part ways with Drake or Patrick yesterday? Um, we've just been one over a corner for a while, and there's only so long you can take it. Uh, we usually only have six on our on our roster, I mean five, um, up on game day. And so we've just been going extra with the two rookies that we have on. And we knew we wouldn't have the luxury of keeping those guys all year, bringing two guys back from IR, some guys more coming back. We knew we had to make that decision sooner or later. So right now you have three openings on the active roster? I think so. Will you just do those on I think Saturday? we have two. Yeah, I think we do them on Saturday. Uh, we always do them on we always do them on Saturday before one. But I, I know you're trying to give me on the numbers exactly right now, and I got way too many defenses in my head. As you do that too, will they be active on Sunday? Hopefully, if they have a good week of practice. Are you talking about Tart and Greenlaw? Their their practice window is starting this week, and hopefully that they're good enough to go on Sunday. Um, no, I mean, I think, um, I think it depends on each guy. Uh, some guys had longer injuries that, and we're trying, I mean, Greenlaw, we've been trying to get back each week for a little bit, but his injury is a lot longer. Or we've had some guys who were, you know, exactly at two and a half, three weeks, and you're right there, so you know when they come back, they're fully healthy. Other guys, they got to get back and they got to prove it, even, even with Kittle. Um, you know, he wasn't, he had to prove it throughout practice, and that's why we kind of eased him in. Um, Last thing you want to do, and we want Greenlaw back very badly, um, but we don't want him to go too fast and only get him for one game. With how well Aziz has played, is it going to be tough for Greenlaw to un unseat him back at that will position? Um, I mean, we'll see. I mean, Greenlaw's played extremely high level too. Um, you know, I think Greenlaw's done a hell of a job in his career here for us. Um, you know, he's just getting back into practice for the first time in a while, so I do think it would be hard to unseat um, Aziz right away, um, just because of what Aziz has done. He's played at a high level, and uh, I think that'll take Greenlaw a while to have the chance to pass him up again. Have you ever seen a number one wide receiver who can also play running back as well as Debo Samuel? 
Um, I, I haven't had one. Um, I mean, I think there's, yeah, no, I haven't. I thought Percy Harvin had a chance like that, and I've seen Cordell Patterson. Um, you know, they did Tavon Austin a little bit over the years, and but um, no, Debo's been pretty special at it. There's a lot of examples of running backs who can play a little receiver. What does it do for an offense to have a receiver who can play running back? Um, just the uh, the threat in different matchups. I mean, everything's personnel driven, and who the matchups are, and. Um, it's the same thing with how big of a deal it is having a fullback who can also go out there and play outside of the box uh, like we have with Juice. And then when you have receivers who can go back to running back and also receivers who don't mind doing some stuff that a fullback would do, um, especially if you're playing a receiver and you use them as a fullback, you might be going against a nickel as opposed to a linebacker. Um, so there's all those different matchups you can do. And when you have willing guys who have the ability to do it, but they're also physical enough to do it, um, it just helps you come up with a lot of things to put players in positions to make it easier for him. You can see from the outside that having to do all that stuff would add a lot to his mental load, too. How have you seen him grow and, and handle that as you've kind of added more and more to his play? Debo? Yeah, Debo. Uh, Debo's one of the most natural um, players I've been around. He's very smart. He's very perceptive. Um, I think he's, I mean, he's extremely socially aware. He kind of has an idea of how everyone is, and um, things aren't that hard to him. Uh, I think what Debo's gotten better at is sometimes when you have a tendency for things not to be hard, um, you don't always go through every single little thing. Um, and I think he's done a much better job of going through the little things, so um, he can be closer to perfect than, um, than not. Was there a point where you saw that shift in him? Um, yeah, I think, I think it helped a ton for him um, when Emmanuel came here. That, that's when I saw the biggest. I mean, Debo is uh, one of the guys who were counting on a lot as a rookie, and I think when Emmanuel got here, he really saw um, a true pro in how not just how he prepared, but how he attacked practice every day. And, you know, Emmanuel only knew one way. Like, he went as hard as he could all the time. And if he couldn't, he had to protect him from himself. And I think that was really cool for Debo to get his C. I think that's why they clicked so much. And then coming back into his second year, I know how hard he was preparing to not have a sophomore slump. And then he had those injuries, which kind of made it inevitable. And to watch the frustration he had all year that, um, you know, you could tell he was very hungry coming into this year. What do you and uh, Bobby Turner need to see from Trey Sermon for him to start getting into the game more, the offense more than he has? Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I think, and I, I, you guys ask that a lot, and it's right now it's nothing against Trey. It's Trey had an opportunity when guys got hurt, and I thought he got better in each game with that. Um, but he didn't do enough for us to put him ahead of Elijah or um, Jeff. And so it's pretty much as simple as that. Like if Jeff wasn't out there or Elijah wasn't, he would have taken one of those two's roles. Um, when it came to our third downs, we always, you know, started out with Raheem, then it went to Hasty, and now we've gone with Juice. Um, not always wanting to put a rookie in a third down role. So uh, he had a small, he had an opportunity when there was injuries, um, but those guys have come back, and we saw those guys ahead of him. Um, I mean, you got to be able to have the capability to block. Um, it starts with that. If not, you're just another receiver out there um, who can't block. Um, but so you got to be able to do that. And after that, you want someone who can beat man coverage. Uh, Go ahead, Jimmy Ward mentioned this morning at an interview that there was a defensive captain that called the, the, the captains for the defense called a meeting the night before at the hotel. How important is it for captains to step up, especially now with the situations that are happening during the season? And did you talk to the captains at all? Did you know about that meeting? No, I didn't. Cause I, I, I only knew because it took about a minute longer than usual. We always have an offensive meeting, a defensive meeting um, that lasts like eight minutes long. And then 
we review a couple things and I sit in there and they all come in together and I do a 10 minute team meeting. So it just took them a minute longer than usual. And um, I haven't even asked anybody about it. It's probably because I'm 24 hours behind on a few things. Um, but I, mean, I think it's great. I mean, I've seen those that they're bad. I've seen them when they're good. I really don't know what was said or care much because I like the result. Uh, I, I think it's always great when players hold each other accountable. And it's not the way that people want it to see. When they see someone grabbing someone by their face mask or yelling at someone on the sidelines, that's usually um, just for other people. Um, you want people who genuinely want to win and do it the right way. And um, when you have players who are around each other all the time, and it goes a lot more than the coaches if those guys can get other people to pick each other up. Uh, run school question. I don't mean to apply to you like physically dominated here in Donald, but there was one, there was one play that Eight-yard run on the first drive that Vito had in red zone, where he did basically dominate not only threw him down. Did you note that, or have others note that and said you're awesome? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I want to use the word dominate. I'm not trying to poke the bear too much. Um, but yeah, he um, he. Did, I thought he did as as good as he could, which is as good as I've seen some anybody do. I mean, Aaron. He's a different dude, so it was a huge challenge, and um, those guys did as good as they could with him. With Tart coming back, does he automatically become the starter? And what, what's your kind of feeling about uh, the position that uh, Ufanga has put himself in to make a contribution to strength back there? Um, I, I like Huff a lot. I think he's played well. Um, no, I mean Tart doesn't automatically get the starting position. Um, we're not sitting here trying to replace Tart either. I think Tart's played at high level for us for a number of years, can do a bunch of things. Um, but even before he got hurt, we were trying to get Huff in there too um, because of what Huff's brought to the table. Um, but we'll see how the week goes this, this week. i got to see where Tart's at. And, um, but I expect them both to play if Tart's healthy. What does, what does he bring to the table? Um, Huff? Yes. I just like how he doesn't hesitate in anything. Um, I mean, he looks like... I was just saying today in the team meeting that when he makes a play like he did on that third and four when they tried to run that pick route and he met him, it, it looks like he's not just thinking about that on, on game day. It looks like he decides on Wednesday how he's going to play. You can see it in everything he does, and there's just no hesitation in his game, and that's what I want to see 11 guys out there not hesitating and flying around. All right, appreciate it, guys. Thanks, guys. Hey, Faithful, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank <laughs> you.